This is a bit weird. It's almost like we're kissing. Why? Why? I knew Ex- that you were gonna. Because I'm really close to your face. Explain- but you're actually not. There's a mic between us. It's well, fine. Explain to the listeners what we're doing right now. All right. You Paint want me to picture. get right to it? No, no, no. I'm just gonna get right to it. I okay. fucked up. Yes, you did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. The the task was simple. Um. Take the dog out. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, get your stuff ready. Mm-hmm. And come downstairs, and I'll pick you up. That's what you said. Yep. Um. I got my mic. Mm-hmm. I got the headphones because mm-hmm. last time I forgot the headphones. Right. Um, and uh, we drove all the way to the cinema to watch a movie. To the cinema. Uh, to the cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the cinema. Cinema. Um, and um, we realized once we uh, got going that I don't have the cable for my mic. So now I'm holding Johnny's mic, which also, like my mic, has a two sided setting. Oh. We are now uh, very close to each other's faces. Yes. Which is, uh, it's uncomfortable. You'd think it wouldn't be, because. Uh, it's almost like we're about to sing a cappella. Anyway. Yes. Um, that was quite nice. Maybe we should make that into a, our career. Career. Well, I mean, if I don't put an R at the end of cinema, then you get annoyed with me. Cinema. <laughs> you get annoyed with me. Hello. He said to me in the Would last you like episode. To go to cinema? In the last episode, or was it two episodes ago? He said to me, "Have you always said cinema wrong?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he said, "You said cinema." And I was like, "How am I supposed to say it?" You said cinema, and I was like, "No, I do say it like that." And then we heard the episode, and I was like, "Yeah, I said it wrong," mm-hmm. and then I just did it again. So right, right. I think you sort of screwed me up there. All right, then hmm. let's have an episode. What's our seat number? Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number, the podcast that would never stoop to the lowest form of comedy, even out of laziness. That's right, I'm talking about the common ugly pun. This episode, like all of those that came before it, is completely devoid of that sort of lowbrow commoner filth. You can count on us. This episode will not suck. No need for a revamp of the formula. It all works well. I'm Simon Gross, a 3D artist, game developer, and podcast who has recently sunk his teeth into fang shui. And of course, let's not forget the not-so-bite-sized second half of this comedic duo. He doesn't normally drink wine. He is a man who likes to have the last word. He's your fantasy and mine. Always down to suck. It's the incomparable Johnny Gross! Oh, dear. I think I think I said to Shosh at one point, I was like, I don't think there's anything worse than a pun, and here I am doing all of them. Let's have some movie news. Movie news. Currently holding it in, I'm a nusclench. Today's headlines. <laughs> uh, what was I doing this morning instead of sleeping while my wife took the kids out? Coming up with that. Yep. <laughs> Today's headlines, geriatric archaeologist gets stuck in a subterranean cave when his back twinged. He's quoted as saying, It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Grown men took to the streets last week shouting at clouds in protest of a children's movie. The self-proclaimed keyboard warriors were thwarted, however, when said movie became the highest grossing of the year so far. Assuming this is to do with your bitterness towards people who don't like the Mario film? No, I just think that people need to relax a little bit. Yes, they do need to calm their tits ever so slightly. We're going to have an aneurysm. This is the Muse. Arnold Schwarzenegger made headlines on Tuesday when he posted a video of himself filling in what he said was a giant pothole that had been plaguing drivers and cyclists in his Los Angeles neighborhood for weeks. But city officials say he may have made a mistake. This location is not a pothole, a spokesperson for the city of Los Angeles told NBC Los Angeles. It's a service trench that relates to active permitted work being performed at the location by SoCal Gas, oops, who expects the work to be completed by the end of May. The Steve Carell awkward meme actually went out of stock overnight as a result. What was really funny is that you showed me, you sent me a link to this and watching him uh, dig or, or sorry, to cover this up, yes. right? And and he's filling it in, and people drive by, and he goes, You're welcome! <laughs> <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Scream star Drew Barrymore thinks it's possible for Casey Becker to return for a future sequel How? with the acclaimed horror franchise. 
On a recent episode of the Drew she Barrymore did, Show, girl. <laughs> girl, you did. Girl, oh, you know you did. <laughs> the actor turned daytime host was asked by fellow TV presenter Ross Matthews about her screen character and whether or not she could have survived her brutal attack in the original 1966. No. 1966. No. 1996 film and returned for Scream Seven. No. Yeah, I, I think the uh, the intestines dangling out of, <laughs> out of her stomach. And was pale and unbreathing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> if she had survived, surely, surely someone would have said something. Listen, listen to this. <clears throat> it's funny, Barrymore said. I've never thought of it this way, but I'm pretty sure a C-section is comparable to what happened to her. Is it? I'm sorry. Is what did really? she just say? Like, literally. And I'm here. I'm fine. So maybe Casey Becker will be okay. She added, with good writing, you can make anything <laughs> happen. <laughs> sorry, I just fell. <laughs> In a car, sitting down. Uh, work yeah. that out. Yeah. Um, d- so, <laughs> interestingly, I think that all celebrities need to be... Um, Silenced? Killed. Uh, for <laughs> saying the word literally when they mean not literally at all. Right. Well, I, I have only one response to this. And to quote Ian McDermott as the doctor in Sleepy Hollow... Mm-hmm. She's dead. Um <laughs> Amazon and um, Amazon. 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 Fred Amazon from SNL. (laughs) (laughs) Amazon announces plans to develop new. Why are you saying it weird? Say Amazon. 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 Why? Why Amazon? (laughs) You say Amazon. Cinema. Amazon announces plans to develop new movies and TV shows. TV shows. Oh my lord! Television in the RoboCop, Legally Blonde, Stargate, and Barbershop franchises. Uh, new Harry Potter series in the works at HBO Max. The series, based on all seven books, will become a decade-long series produced with the same epic craft, love, and care this global franchise is known for, according to a statement from the newly branded Max. What's wrong with HBO Max? I don't know. It's just called Max now. The series will feature a new cast to lead a generation of new fandom uh, full of the fantastic detail, much-loved characters and dramatic locations from Harry Potter that uh, fans have loved for over 25 years. Casey Blois, chairman and CEO of HBO and Max Content, declined to comment on Rowling's views when asked how this may affect affect the ability to find talent for the series. No, I don't think this is the forum, Blois said. It's a very online conversation, very nuanced and complicated and not something we're going to get into. Our priority is what's on the screen continued obviously the Harry Potter story is incredibly affirmative and positive about love and self-acceptance that's our priority what's on screen I don't want to get too deeply into this but um, it seems that she's tarnished the whole thing basically because everybody's angry um, people gamers included look people like to get angry anyway yeah they so do. if they didn't have something to get angry about they'd find something to get angry about I'll tell you what I'm kind of like um, pissed off about mm-hmm. is They've seen, I think, that, you know, the Harry Potter stuff definitely gets a lot of traction, even with all of the anger. Like, Hogwarts Legacy yeah. is a great example. It's very possible the controversy is giving things Fuel a bit of a boost. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was kind of... I, I, I'll be surprised if they don't sort of botch some of the casting in their attempts to be inclusive. That's what I think is going to happen. Right. But how do you recast... You know, Alan Rickman. How do you recast any of those characters? I have no idea. I don't see the point in any of it. I mean, I, I mean, do, I there is a point I, because no, I the movies don't are, really represent yeah. the story very well. There are certain things that uh, that that are missing. Important things like the mirror is a massive right, plot point right. that is missing. There are several plot points, lots and lots of plot points that are missing, um, and they, it would be great to see it as a TV show. And I've said that books as a medium are better done. Are better served as TV shows, mm. um, but uh, let's wait and see. Let's see what happens. All right. Well, that was the news. Movie news. This is another round of stop. Hey, what's that sound? Accent edition. <laughs> this week, I'm going to play you a little excerpt of uh, somebody doing an outlandish accent in a movie uh, to coincide with this week's movie, which is. Renfield. 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 Forgive me. Uh, yes. Um, Does he do an accent in the movie? I can't remember the trailer. Who? Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage. Absolutely. Okay, great. <laughs> and it would be really disappointing if he did. I was so happy when I heard that we were going to, when you said, do you want to go see this? I was like, yes. Yes. A Nicholas Cage movie yeah. where he's doing Dracula. I'm in. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So your first, uh, your first excerpt is this. You just got to, just got to guess the movie in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I never drink. 
Fine. Okay, that's uh, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, what the hell? Let me try it. Okay, very good. That's Leslie Nielsen in. In Dracula Dead and Loving It. Okay, here's your next question. Yeah, she was in great pain. Then we cut off her head and drove a stick to her heart and burned it, and then she found peace. Uh, that is Anthony Hopkins. He's not Sean Connery. He's Anthony oh. Hopkins <coughs> in uh, Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula by uh, Francis Ford. Correct, correct. Um, now, these have all kind of gone into the folder uh, alphabetically, so yeah. uh, all the Dracula ones are right at the beginning. Right, okay. So here we go. There's another one which you're going to get immediately. It's just a man himself. <laughs> okay, Keanu Reeves. Can't miss it, can't miss it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are you falling over? I'm leaning my elbow against your seat <laughs> to try and oh stay goodness. close to the mic and yet stay comfortable and, and calm. <laughs> Slipping off the side. Come on, oh, come well, on. Sorry, keep going. Okay. Right, these are these are easy, they're gonna get a little harder. Alright. Uh, uh, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? Aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? It's uh Peter McNichol is uh Janos in the Ghostbusters too. Okay. Okay. Okay, next one. Here we go. Sheep stomach stuffed with meat and barley. Again? Sheep stomach stuffed with meat and barley. I don't know what that's from. I don't know what that is. I'll give you a hint. A chant revolting. It is the worst Scottish accent ever done in the history of Scottish accents by a Frenchman. Oh, oh I know. Oh, shit. No, it's... Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, Highlander. Highlander. Sorry. Yes, Hi- Highlander. Sorry. Highlander. Cinemar. <laughs> Cinemar. <laughs> Okay. Let me say things how I say things. Okay. There have to be rights about this sort okay. of thing. Next one. I spoke in the car about the hole at the center of this donut. And what you and Harlan did that fateful night seems at first glance oh, I know to what it fill is. that knives hole out. It's uh, Daniel Craig. A donut hole in a donut's hole. Craig and Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. That's if, if there is any accent that qualifies for outlandish accent in a movie, that's it crazy. is that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. And here's one that's even worse. That poxy demo crew haven't used the coaxial inch to back the you main line, us. have they? You had one They've job only to nosed do. up the mainframe couplet, nosed it right up. <laughs> do you know what? As Sid bad as it is, I really like it. It's Ocean's Eleven and <laughs> it's Don Cheadle. You, you had, had one, one job, job to do. do. <laughs> listen, listen. As bad as it is, it's really funny. Yes, it I is. I love it. Okay, here's another one that's really bad that is good. And in my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. This son of bitch all night, he chick, 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 he trapped me. Pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. It's John Malkovich in Rounders. I've never seen Rounders. You've never seen Rounders? Mm-hmm. I thought you had. I was so no. sure you had. Mm-mm. Okay, you have to watch that. But it's a great know, movie. It's a great movie. Uh, uh, speaking of John Malkovich's bad accents, <laughs> Mr. English, I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Did that make it to the list? No, I no, don't think so. But something adjacent. This script girl. I'll eat her later. Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Nos, not Nosferatu. It's almost, the, it's, almost, the, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not Interview with a Vampire. It's the other one. It's um. It's the one that's got a very similar name, but it's yes. about the making of Nosferatu. Yes. What's it called? It's I called Shadow of the Shadow Vampire. of the Vampire. Fuck. Yes. You know my you, problem. You knew what it was. I knew what it was. Yeah. First of all. Uh, I really like that movie, but the problem is, is that I like both of those movies, and I keep throwing their fucking right, names right. around. But it's also got John Malkovich. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Last one. Last right. one, and you'll get this. Um, if I, I don't, I'm upset. Yes, because you but, said that. Yeah, but also another bad accent. I don't know any doctor jokes. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's brought Blast Prestoff. Blast Prestoff. Uh, in his uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was C episode blah, 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 to find out about that story. Right. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's him in The World Is Not Enough. Yes, uh, doing a Russian Dr. accent. Yes. Dr. Christmas. Joke. I go where the work takes me. I don't know any Dr. Johnny. It's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know any Johnny. <laughs> if you work for Johnny, I was going to pay her back on Tuesday. I don't, don't know, know any, any Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, stop, hey, what's that sound? Oh, I'm sorry, you're supposed to. My do job, sorry, my sorry, job. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And that was, stop, hey, what's that sound? Okay, shall we go watch the movie? This is the first time that we're doing a pre-bit before going to the cinema. Listen, there's going to be no time, so let's go now. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. 
No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Master! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield. Bring in innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. Huh. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! Oh, no! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Baracula. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Let's eat. Renfield. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really hard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to explain that? Um, to the people that weren't with us in the car right, while we were so, driving home. No, it was just like, first of all, I love Nicolas Cage, right? Um, and there's this interview with both Nicolas eyes. Nicholas's Nicholas Nikolai's Nikolai. Captain Nikolai. Um, <laughs> Bring where, it to me. <laughs> Bring it to me. They were being they were being interviewed and and they said that uh, Nicholas Holt knows how to bake and they were talking about him making Japanese pancakes. That was the last thing that he made. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas Cage is sitting there going, Oh, oh yeah, oh that's really hard. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, God, oh, that's hard. And I was sitting on the toilet pissing myself. Well, not pissing myself, but pissing into the... T- as you do. And it just... <laughs> what did you think of the film, Johnny? Oh, it was... Uh, oh, it was, oh, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty intriguing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You better hope we don't go see a Jeff Goldblum movie after this. Oh, <laughs> I just said it, I said to you in the car that my Nicolas Cage is slowly turning into Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, don't do that. Oh, wow. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Quality fucking content, What was I doing when we were driving to the cinema? You were doing you were doing the bit in, in with American Christian Psycho. Bale in American Psycho where he calls who does he call? He calls one uh, of the other associates, right? No, lawyer. One of the other lawyer. lawyer. His lawyer. Harold. And he's like, Harold. <laughs> and, and you did. He's uh, Johnny I killed sent me Paul Allen. He sent me this voice message one time. You sent me this voice message, and it was so well done. It was uh, the thing that always gets me is when you go like like. I have tapes of the lava. Some of the go to the tapes. Got it from us. I ate some of their brains. <laughs> Even tried to cook a little. Paul Allen. I killed Paul Allen with an axe in the face. His body is dissolving in a bathtub in Hell's Kitchen. I don't want to leave anything out here. I guess I've killed maybe twenty people. Maybe. Forty. Uh, I have uh, tapes of a lot of it. Uh, some of the girls have seen the tapes. I even um, I ate some of their brains. Uh, oh, and then tried to cook a little. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I. Oh. Oh. I even tried to cook a little. So. Redfield. I don't, you know, you said, I don't want to miss anything out here. <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, people so love Renfield. Yeah. Renfield. Yeah, 
Let's talk about Renfield. What I did you think it. of it? I liked it. But that, well, so, if I would have waited, you would have answered the question. Sorry, please continue asking your question. <laughs> I won't cut a cut. I won't cut a cut. I won't cut a cut. It's um, just uh, for reference here, ladies and gentlemen, it's now 20 to 12 uh, at night. And 20 to 12 is like my 3 a.m. for anybody else. Um, probably for you as well, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, with uh, you know two little kids. And, uh, it's kind of the hour where my brain goes, "Want to draw something?" I'm going, "No." It's usually the hour where my brain goes, "Why won't she go to sleep?" Renfield. So we just went to go and see that film. We did indeed. I liked it. I liked it too. So there are problems. I was with highly it. entertained. There are problems with it, but I I I understood about halfway through that the problems that I thought there were were on purpose. Okay. So things like um, the very cliched kind of, you know, the the police captain saying to the police officer, you know, oh, your your dad was like this big hero on the force and I know that you want to get revenge, but you got to, you know, stay in your lane and stuff like yeah. that. It was a very, like, cliched thing. Right. And I was like, there's a lot of this stuff that is really, really cliched. So I kind of felt like that was an interesting on purpose thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, oh, actually, these cliched lines are on... I'm sorry, am I saying cliché wrong? Is it clichéd? Clichéd. My clichéd lines. Cleached. Cleached. My clotched. Clitched. Can we start again? No. What did I think of Renfield? <laughs> I thought it was fine. <laughs> it was just fine. It was fine. It was a lot of fun. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I it thought, was I thought that fun. the gore was yeah. great. Yeah. I thought that Nicolas Cage was, as per usual, brill. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't take any notes, so... Yeah, I didn't take any notes either. I was busy watching I the I thought film. the music was a bit much. Like, it wasn't It wasn't on point. I, I don't know. I thought that there was... You, you're talking about the, the score? The or? score, just in general. Because the score, the was score I off. thought, was very kind of... Gothic. You know, gothic, Dracula y. Yeah, but I I felt like it was it's it's not necessarily the score, but when they use it. Right. I felt it was a little off. Uh they kind of use it a little loudly. Right. Over certain people speaking, which I thought was a little odd in that like last leg of the movie. Okay. Um like maybe the sound mixing was a little off. Maybe I'm talking bollocks out of my butthole. No, I don't know. I, I I thought it was on point. I well, then good. I'm talking bollocks out of my butthole. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, but maybe my opinion's wrong. Isn't that an odd thing to hear somebody say when you're talking to them about something? <laughs> I'm trying to find the name. Okay, the the name of this woman that I keep doing the, the voice of is uh, Shore Agdeshlu. Agdeshlu? Agdeshlu. Oh, hello, darling. Yes. Uh, where is uh, my son? Well, who is my character, Bella? It's not hard to describe her. Uh, she is, in, in my humble opinion, a self-righteous being who always thinks never thin enough, never rich enough. She's, uh, she's you know, I, I, I like her. I really like her voice. I said that she could be Ursula in a, in a Little Mermaid remake if they ever made one. Yeah. No. <laughs> do you know who's? Do you know who who's, is playing Ursula in the Little Mermaid? I anyway? will give you a clue. Somebody you truly, truly hate. Oh, it's not Suki, is it? What it is it? Suki. It's Melissa McCarthy. Oh my god. Yeah. How did I know? Because yeah, you truly hate her. There's only one person who I don't find funny. Right. In any way, to the point where I will not watch a movie if she if she's in it. Right. Melissa McCarthy. Right. Uh, anyway, Renfield. Renfield. What the did movie you think that we just of saw? Renfield? First of all, the opening sequence is mm. fucking brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So for anybody uh, who hasn't seen the movie or who won't see the movie, like I, I mean, obviously this is going to be spoiler-filled, but uh, I will describe this. It's basically um, Renfield, uh, played by Nicholas Holt, giving a voiceover, mm. uh, explaining who he is and where he is, and there's flashbacks... Um, that they've basically been inserted into Todd Browning's 1931 yep. Dracula in place of Bela Lugosi and uh, and Dwight Fry, and it's just it's just brilliant. It's very well done. Did you hear me like go <laughs> yes. at the thing where he's yes. like standing at the bottom of the stairs yes. of the ship and he's doing yeah. the whole. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so that's Master, <laughs> Master, Mister. Mister. No, we're not quoting yes. Dracula Dead or Nothing. Oh, sorry. Yet. Although we should. Renfield. 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 Yes. So Renfield. Renfield. Hello, darling. Don't be afraid. Oh, I won't hurt you. All I want is your life. It's good. Um, <laughs> Redfield. So that yeah, I thought that that was a great opening. Dear listener. This is more difficult for us than it is for you to listen to. <laughs> trust me. I thought it was. I thought it was very well done. It. It immediately. It was like a, you got me. You, you yeah. All good. Um. And then you've got those. Uh, those sequences. Obviously, they. You know, they sort of. Um. Throw you right into the support group and and, yep. and whatnot, which is uh, which is funny in and in and of itself. Um. That you know that uh, that Renfield is is going to a support group uh, for toxic uh, relationships or whatever. They've also um, chosen. They've chosen an actor who is really quite good at doing the sort of British awkward sort of so, oh, oh sorry so he was asked in an interview that I saw recently that he, he was asked if he was channeling Hugh Grant in this movie and he said that he worked with Hugh Grant in About a Boy mm. and Hugh Grant was a major influence on him anyway as an actor mm. and so the answer to that question is yes and it's for really a lot of the movie he's, he's kind a lot of, of that, yeah. uh, well, I, well, well fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, shit he says shit a lot like, he, uh, oh shit like Which for example, that that that, that <laughs> wonderful says, fuck me at one point when someone gets ripped apart or something. <laughs> There's this wonderful sight gag where um, Dracula turns up in his apartment, in the, in the apartment that he's just <laughs> that he's just like rented <laughs> yeah. and he's like done up and everything, and uh, and he looks back at the at the welcome mat that he's bought and it says, "Welcome, come on in." <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he goes, goes shit. "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... So yeah, I I thought that um, first of all, there's a, there's a great balance of tone. Um, a few critics criticize the uh, well. That's what they're, they're there for. Um, they criticize the uh, the sort of uneven tone between the comedy and the horror. Nah. I thought it wasn't uneven at all. I thought it, it was, was like really well a hundred percent comedy. And uh, you know, there was it's got horror elements in it, but it's not like scary or horrific. It's like what we were talking about with Cocaine Bear, where it's like this yeah. is this is supposed to Sorry, be a one comedy. Second. Where's the bear? I just played this. Where's the bear? Where's the bear? Where's the bear? Um. Oh, you just completely threw me off now. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, cocaine it's just bear. Like, well, yes. You know, I know we were talking about yes. cocaine, but I can't remember what bear. my point was going to be. The bear. Yes. Um, yeah, that we were saying it's like, it's not a horror movie. It's a comedy movie right. with flecks of horror in it. Right. right? Flex. So flex. Flex. That's not okay? Flex is, is, is quite uh, is quite apt for this. Because uh, you know, of blood. Because of blood, yes. Back with the puns and the <laughs> <laughs> things from my little intro there your little which I thought was brilliantly little, done well executed um, yes. so Renfield <laughs> Renfield Renfield you idiot so I really love that and I uh, and I loved his uh, I, I, I thought that there was a good pastiche of styles mm-hmm. that uh, that you could see more or less. Normally, you would say, "Oh, that's very transparent," but I could see where they were drawing uh, elements from, yeah. and I appreciated it. Like, um, I I can't remember what Nicolas Cage says his uh, his inspiration for the accent was, but it's kind of British ish, British ish, with some f- not so Britishness in with it, with some like bits of american in there and it's yeah it's very very sort of operatic and flamboyant and there's a little bit of transylvania it's funny because at the beginning of the movie when he shows up in those flashbacks every time he says dracula he says so he does have that very strong accent in the in the beginning but i kind of read it as he spent so much time with renfield that he's kind of taken on his taken on his british accent, accent. accent. yes accent like, understand understand <laughs> which is a little odd well the words i am dracula i wanted to channel a little of the transylvanian voice but by and large uh my favorite dracula is christopher lee who has a british sound my father was the biggest influence for dracula who had a mid-atlantic sound what I didn't want to do was have a goofy Transylvanian sound in the role. So I thought my father, whom I channeled in a little movie I made called Vampire's Kiss, was a great starting point for the way this Dracula speaks. You know, let me explain something to you, can I will no longer tolerate abuse. <laughs> I deserve happiness. Let me explain something to you, can You deserve only suffering. 
I will unleash an army of death. Everyone you care about will suffer because you betrayed me. I thought, speaking of Nicolas Cage, Oh my god, it's yeah. so good. Look, the scene where somebody... he shows up in his apartment oh, and he's going like, he's making these faces at him. I was pissing myself laughing the whole way Listener, through. Listener, it has to be seen to yeah, be believed. If somebody this. says to you, I remember sending you yeah. the trailer for this when it first dropped. Yeah. And I said, somebody says Nicolas Cage and Dracula in the same sentence. I'm you in. sold me. Yeah. That's it. And it he delivers... A hundredfold. It's like so it was funny. amazing his performance. I I thought that um, you know, because I I only saw the trailer that you sent me. Soda. So um, I didn't watch a lot of footage of the movie, and I also didn't read up on it before we went to go see it. Um, but like, I had read like. I think a year ago or something that they were doing a Renfield ad- like a Renfield right. movie and it had Nicolas Cage in it and I was like I really want to see that just on the premise of Nicolas Cage being Dracula. Right. And so, it did not disappoint. If anybody's ever seen Ghost Rider 2, I haven't seen it all the way through, but um <laughs> I never made it all the way through. His performance in that is even loopier than it is in the first one. He's scraping at the door. You're a bad man. And this thing, the writer, he feeds on them and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me. And he's just, he's, he's scraping at the door, scraping at the door. Who am I if you don't tell me what I want to know? I'm going to let him out. And when he's done with you, there won't be anything left. Do you understand? Do you understand? Shake your head yes or no. Good, good girl. If you take that and apply that to Dracula, he was that's doing basically that. That's what, what he get. was doing the yeah. whole way through the movie. Yeah. He was like, you know, you betrayed me. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is that he said quite graciously in uh, in, an, in a, I've been watching like tons of interviews because mm. also the the chemistry between him and Nicholas Holt Palpable. is is great Palpable. even in the interviews. Um, but I, I tend to watch oh, things yeah. uh, you know that drop uh, the yeah. Jake's takes and Ali Plum from Radio One, all that stuff. Um, so uh, so yeah, so he was saying that this is, this is uh, Nick's movie. You know, I I'm a, I'm a supporting player. It's, it's called it's very Ren- gracious. Of it's him. called Renfield. But you know, and and it's the funny thing is that that he, yes, it is about Renfield and it is Nicholas Holt's movie, but Nicholas Cage can't help but steal every scene he's in. He he just like sucks up I was wishing, all of the energy and all of the all of the attention like in the scene. I wanted him in more scenes. Yeah. I know that if he had been, then we would have gotten it would have just up been Dracula. Yeah, but like he was so Dracula in New Orleans. Or I want to I want to see like that. I want to see Dracula as Nicolas Cage, but in like with the whole, you know. Yeah, they need to Lucy, remake Mina, all of that, but they, with him. Yeah. He's the Leslie Nielsen. Like, so they have the, to they do need Dracula. To, they need to remake. Uh, they need to do a Dracula movie in the style of the 1931 Dracula. Is it 31 or 32? I think it's 31. Um, in the 31 Dracula, and like just have Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt playing their roles. Sure. It would be absolutely brilliant. I would watch um, that. I would totally watch that. Um, unless they they've got more of that that they that they shot and inserted and it's gonna turn up as a special feature on the I would like to see an adaptation of Dracula. Yeah. N- but like the actual story with those two actors. Like not not necessarily like, like the yeah. Yeah. Like to show how they got there. But where where Dracula's in it more. Yeah. Like I think it's it would be really cool because the thing about this movie is that the main characters are all funny, right? right? Like uh, Rebecca, Aquafina, Aquafina. That's what she calls herself. I don't know what her. Hold on, let's uh, let's do a quick uh, googly of Aquafina. Uh, do a you googly? Nora Lum is her is her name, um, and uh, she decided to change her name. To Aquafina when she was on the to comedy make circuit. More awkward. On the comedy circuit, the comedy circuit, <laughs> when she was doing stand-up and stuff because she thought it was uh, 
it was a much more interesting stage name and it's to do with awkwardness apparently so she's the main uh, character I she, wouldn't say she's, she's, she's the, the love the normal. interest she's the normal she's the, the, yeah. the audience's eyes I guess so I wouldn't say she's the love interest I'd say that she's the the friend sort of character yeah, she's or whatever the, yeah she's um, and she's funny. I think that it's like over funny, the top but a little. I think she's funny, but there were certain moments that I thought maybe she uh, could have toned it down. She a bit. could have toned it down, or or that or could have been snipped. Um, the whole thing where she's like um, in the first scene where you meet her sister, yeah, and she stomps off down the hallway, and yeah, it's like very, she looks like, back, and then she stomps off. And it's like, and and it's, like, it, it's very over dramatic, yeah, and yeah, that, that, awkward. The timing was off. Uh, there, yeah, yeah, it's a little. It's not actually funny. Um, so, so what I thought would be really cool is if you were to have that prequel movie, if all the other characters are playing it straight, right? Yeah. Like, that would be funny to me. Right. And then them to be a little perplexed by the character's behavior. Right. Uh, but maybe I'm just pitching a stupid idea, because uh, you seem to be on your phone and uninterested in this no, conversation. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm looking I'll to see... I'll just go fuck myself, shall I? <laughs> I'm looking to see what the director um, has done in the past. Um, he So Chris McKay is the director. He directed um, 59 episodes of Robot Chicken. He directed the Lego Batman movie and the Chris Pratt movie The Tomorrow War. Which came out in 2021. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not a huge amount of credits there, but definitely some pedigree in terms of comedy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... But I also enjoyed the action. Like, I enjoyed yeah, the action Holtz, was very well uh, done. action scenes. That was a little bit uh, unexpected. I, knew, I know I saw the trailer and probably some of that was represented, but I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, like, it was quite surprising to see that much sort of straight action yeah uh, and a but lot of it is play- yeah is great a lot of it is played for laughs because there's a lot of like sort of limb ripping and blood geysers oh and- god speaking of laughs what the guy on the left of me like across the aisle <laughs> all the way fucking through the movie and i'm like that can't be your life yeah. i wanted to get up and walk over to him and be like are you on a date and you're trying to show that you find things funny because this is losing it for you, mate. Like, you, you are a yeah, fucking are you twat. Put, are you putting this on, seriously? What is that laugh? I wanted to tell off the, uh, the Guys teenagers kicking behind us, behind us, behind us yeah. kicking us in the... Yeah. Total cunts. Total cunts, yes. Moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what else is in the film? Yeah. Uh, blood, gore, and whatnot. So, so um, yeah, so there's... Um, first of all... The, Not first of all, we've done first of all, oh, it's now five, five th- of right. all. So in terms of the gore, um, it's it's played slapsticky, but there is a lot of it. Yep. Um, and, and a lot of it is actually CG gore. Quite uh, cartoony. Yeah, quite cartoony. But when we first see Dracula in the present day, his... He's um, a little prosthetic-y grossy. Yeah, his prosthetics are amazing. Mm. Really, really well done. He's Gooky. Uh, yeah, because it's been established... Would you say that, gooky is a good way to describe it? Gooky? Gooky. Gooky. Um... Yeah, cocaine stick at your bim. Cocaine. Um, where's the bear? Where's the bear? So he. Uh, so it's been. If you established. didn't run it again, then you're terrible. Yes, I did. Um, in the future, I did. Um, it. He's. It's been established that uh, Dracula has been set on fire by mm-hmm. uh, by sunlight, and um, Renfield is nursing him back to health and bringing him victims and whatnot. And by the way, it. his recovery does not make sense, seeing as he has not recovered. Like, supposedly. 80 years or so have passed something like that or no or a couple of no, decades it, have passed no since the the the, the thing burning with the, with the burning yeah no it's a, he says it, it happens on a loop like all the time oh. same thing that like you know the good guys find mm. them and they you know set him on fire and then he has to oh, him back to help by bringing right, right. Uh, victims so uh he brings him um the uh, toxic uh, partners and bosses and whatnot from his uh, from his support group, and he thinks that he's helping people by doing that. Um, but uh, but Dracula needs to feed on the blood of, uh, of good people, yeah, yeah of innocence. Uh, otherwise, he doesn't heal as fast. Bring so he's me, healing very very slowly. Bring me, bring me a, a busload of cheerleaders. Yeah, well, well thank you, Renfield. Thank Sorry, you so not, much. It's not cheerleaders. Wow. He's like, bring me a busload of cheerleaders. Yeah, that's more like it. There you, there go. you go, Renfield. Innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. It's a good premise. It's uh, you know the whole idea that uh, that Renfield's bringing him meals and and whatnot, and um, and then he realizes that he's being uh, he's being abused in this. Uh, yeah, in this relationship. ready for a pun. Meals on squeals. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> 
so basically that's what I was talking about. When we first see him, he's kind of he's kind of gooky, and uh, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, because uh, because they did it all with prosthetics as opposed it's to really CGI. It's really well done. Yeah. It's great. Let's talk about Ben Schwartz for a second. Ben Schwartz, yes. I like Ben Schwartz. I know you do. Um, he, I saw him, the first time I saw him was in one of the college humor videos, yes. right? With like the dating coach and the milkman. Right. And I remember it. You can probably find it still, the milkman, where he comes in and he's like, hey! to the milkman right when he comes okay. on it's really dumb oh hail to the milkman the milkman the milkman okay hail to the milkman the milkman is me i take milk from cows and i give it to men but i like what watching that? What his that, um, what that guy's names amir and who jake and amir jake and amir jake and amir, right. jake and amir. You're watching Jake and amir get off me i'm not touching you why not brilliant um okay. And uh, and I'm just really pleased to see that he went from all of that stuff to, you know, yeah. he, he did uh, House of Lies, right? Right, right, right. Um, and he's just been in tons the and voice tons of, Sonic. of stuff. Yeah, he's the voice of Sonic. He's done tons of things. And it was he. It was just his he's first very quick. scene. He's very quick. It, he's you, very you quick. You feel like some like a lot of the stuff that he says in this movie is improvised. Yeah, I really. <laughs> he's got like a load of drugs in his car, and he's stopped by the police, and he gets out, and he's carrying like a massive pile of it, and, and he's he throwing goes, it at them. He's throwing it at them. He's like, "I have a prescription for this shit." <laughs> the way he <laughs> says it is so funny, and I just pissed myself. Yeah. Uh, so funny. Didn't yeah. actually piss myself. I just laughed a lot. Yeah. So I like Ben Schwartz. I like Please ben continue. Schwartz. Yes. Anything else? Ben Schwartz. So all in all, I would say that we uh, we rather like this movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it yeah. a lot. It's uh, I, we can see that it was sort of suffered from not actually making notes, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's kind of a whirlwind. It was it was a lot of fun. It went by very very quickly for me, and uh, and I I would say that um, a good endorsement is this is a a definite. 4k buy for me that's a yeah 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 also i like the design the uh especially like the basement in the in the hospital mm-hmm. where yeah where dracula's the, living the blood bags yeah there's like that. there's like this sort of um tree of like sort of branched out uh blood bags yeah and uh and candelabras all over the place and green and red lighting so there's there's a lot of green and red lighting in the yeah. movie um which is really really aesthetically pleasing but yeah but but also it kind of it's you know it's that whole light and dark thing yeah. and, and warm and cold but also you you get this really cool contrast when you see renfield's apartment once he buys it and the right. clothes that he starts wearing the multicolored patchwork whatever he's wearing right. the sweater and it's like this big splash of color when everything's just been this sort of you know two-tone yeah. orange and blue and you see a lot of like orange and blues or you know reds and and dark blues and things like that and things like uh you know even the marvel shows like daredevil and jessica jones you see those sort of things um but i really enjoyed how they i feel as a visual creator that Mm -hmm. that was used for horror and comedic effect like we were talking about how the horror and the comedy work together you've got like this really cool thing and then he has this apartment it's this incredible splash of ridiculous color all over the place and that made me laugh right um, but that's also why I don't think that the uh, that the music was uh, was over the top because you think it was all intentional. Yeah, I think it. I think it sort of heightens the uh, the the kind of, the sort of simultaneously the gothicness of it, the uh, the ridiculousness of it. It harks back to a lot of. Um, there was one moment where I where I like laughed out loud when um, when Dracula is sort of kind of getting emotional and talking about uh you know how he can save uh aquafina aquafina's sister mm-hmm. and and you suddenly hear the the violins like sort of like uh like transylvanian style yeah, 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 yeah. Like violins yeah and and i just thought and i just thought like that that's really that's really smart so i was talking bollocks out of my anus i understand no it, it's okay to disagree i don't disagree with you i think that there are some cert- there are bleh, some certain there are certain moments in the movie my other guests may disagree with you um, Mr. Venkman, I really do feel um, that there were moments when the music just took me out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I also do think there were some great gothic tunes yeah. in there that set, some co- set a great some tone. Chorus, a little bit of yeah. choral, like sort of uh, sort of elements there that were very uh, yeah. very well placed for me. Um, <clears throat> the other thing was that I, I really liked the uh, the characters in the support group. Yeah, and I thought that 
every scene that they that they had in that uh, in that gym was really funny. Yeah. And I kind of I was kind of like, oh, when the, like Dracula comes in and he slaughters a lot of them, um, and. That and little then, stinger and then there's at the like end. Little stinger at the end where they've sort of nicked some Dracula blood, and um, and it uh, they've used it to bring everybody back to life. And the the guy that runs the meetings like, oh, yeah, thank you for bringing us back from the dead. Um, we got to glimpse the other side, which we cannot unsee, and things we cannot unhear, um, no. and <laughs> things we cannot unknow. That was really funny. It was great. It was really funny. And then it, the camera kind of p- uh, pushes in on this jug of uh that's labeled dracula, dracula blood, blood yeah. which makes me think uh sequel i hope not no i i hope they do the prequel that we talked about exactly that's what i want are you listening execs at universal no one's listening Johnny. no one's no listening. one's listening no one's listening anyway trivia, trivia. Corner. so we have some trivia corner for you this week oh oh yes. yeah mm. wow should we do some You can literally <laughs> rustle the paper in the in the oh, mic. Yeah. Are you uh, getting tingles? Stop crumpling it! <laughs> <laughs> Why? All I can hear is like when you do that to the side of the page. Do you know what I hear what? is whenever our mother was reading. Hello, Babs. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> she got pissy about the fact that you didn't mention her in the bonus episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Babs. So. <laughs> She used to get used really to get angry with me about to dog-earing in. books, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if she was like reading, flick at it like this. reading something to me, I'd be flicking the side. Or if I yeah, was reading yeah, something yeah. to myself, I flick the side. It's not even her stuff, and she'd come up to me, just stop dog-earing the pages, Simon. To be fair, I would tell my kids. I know. I don't. Do do, I well. tell them off as well. Yeah, I tell them yeah. off to do, not to do that as well. It's I also funny tell how Shush much we're turning into our too. parents. <laughs> um, so yes, trivia corner. Trivia corner. Yes. Even with a long history of turning down big movies if it doesn't center on his character, Nicolas Cage agreed to play Dracula as it was a lifelong dream for him and he loved the comedy parts in the script. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicolas Cage's uncle, Francis Ford Coppola, directed Dracula... Oh, Yes, directed Mm. Dracula in 1992. The studio wanted Cage instead of Keanu Reeves. It is the man himself. Oh my God, that would have been so good. To play Jonathan Harker. uh, No, 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 it would have been great. Because if he, he would, would have, have played been, Jonathan Harker, yeah, I'm like because it is the man himself. His British oh. accent would have been incredible. His British accent would have been what we heard tonight. Yeah, uh, but Coppola <laughs> did not want to work with him after what he called hijacking the movie with his acting choices, referring to their bad experience on Peggy Sue got married. Um, Ouch. Well, I mean, have you have you ever seen that that uh, clip Nicolas Cage movie of yeah. Nicolas Cage um, coming on to Terry Wogan's show? No. So he he comes on and he does like uh, somersaults, and and like I don't know why I'm making karate, surprised faces. Karate kicking, he's going yeah yeah. Because he's a fucking he's like case. he's like throwing money at the audience or whatever, and um and then Wogan's like, are you uh, do you get tired when you do all that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the clip. You won't be able to see it, but you could hear it. Welcome, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Understatement's the watchword tonight. Oh, my, hang on a second. My mic, darn it. All that physical activity just took my mic off. <laughs> you did a bit of that in Wild at Heart when you danced it. Sure all did. Those, all those karate kicks. Uh, heck, I'll just hold it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry about that. I just had to get off my chest. You know, I was a bit wound up back there, so. Were you? Worked up. Well, I was just a little worked up. Do you get, do you get carried away? <sighs> well... I don't know if I get carried away. I just sort of have a good time. And, you know, you invited me on your show, you, so I'm just going to have a blast. A blast, eh? That's right. Do you, do you find that kind of thing <clears throat> loosens you up just to do a handsprings like that? Because I do that quite often. Do you? But, but <laughs> before we start, I don't, I don't do it then, me, I wouldn't, and me and Harry. Before. I wouldn't doubt it because you know who you remind me of? You remember the uh, TV Arnold show? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, The Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers. Remember Mr. Steed? Diana Rigg, I remember. Diana Rigg and Mr. Steve, yeah. the Avengers. Give it up for the Avenger! All Thank right. you. That's me. Well, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I will I will now play a clip from uh, from the Chappelle show. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. 
<laughs> anyway, basically, he was um, he was stoned up to the eyeballs uh, Got when, it. Uh, during that time. Got it. Must have been in like the eighties or something. Uh, Nicholas Holt played Nicholas Cage's son in The Weatherman in two thousand five. So there was uh, mm. there was some uh, history mm. there. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Renfield syndrome, also known as clinical vampirism, is an actual thing. It's a rare psychiatric disorder where an individual has an intense fascination with drinking blood or believing themselves to be a vampire. This syndrome is named after the, uh, named after the character R.M. Renfield, Robert Montague Renfield, as we learn in the movie, from Bram Stoker's novel Dracula, who consumed live insects oh. to obtain their life force. Oh, oh. how'd you do? Know? I'm <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Renfield, Renfield. <laughs> solicitor from London. Oh, how do you do? I'm Thomas Renfield, solicitor from London, to see Count Dracula. It's funny how randomly um, characters' names get changed yeah. over different adaptations. I was also thinking that when we yeah. watched this movie. Yeah, but that is uh, that is apparently his uh, no, original no, it's name, the yeah. correct one. Yeah, Nicholas Cage started producing, especially to get Shadow of the Vampire made. During Q and A on Reddit, Nicholas Holt revealed. That Cage also edited the movie, so mm. it's funny. Like a lot of like vampire connections with Nicolas Cage and Vampire's Kiss as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a B C D. I think you mean. So <laughs> <laughs> he does. Play the clip. I'll have, to, I'll have to find that. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z! That's all you have to do! Very good. You know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything! Yep. You don't know. No, just look for Nicolas Cage crying in Vampire's Age. Brilliant. I sometimes do that when my my eldest is um yeah uh have, having a tansy tansy a tansy having a tansy he's having a tansy and he's like going a little nuts and then you know if he like hits me or something I'll go <laughs> and it like just drives him nuts <laughs> he, he, he like starts laughing and I'm like well whatever works you know yeah uh, parenting <clears throat> in the trailer a record is seen a record is an LP it's what discs think, used to be I don't be. think I can call it anything other than a tansy now so that's tansy. great tansy <laughs> um, so yes winter pansy a record is seen of uh, Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake this is a nod to Dracula 1931 where Swan Lake uh, act oh, no where Swan Lake is the opening music. Uh, the piece was used as it was in the public domain. The piece was used as it was in the public domain and therefore free to use rather than scoring original music from the film. It was also used in Universal's The Mummy. Oh. Oh, this is a random piece of trivia here. Okay. It just says, Nicolas Cage owns several castles. <laughs> what? He might actually just Does be it, a vampire. He might be Dracula. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Nicolas Cage... <laughs> What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? This is funny because it reminds me of that old thing with Vic Reeves. He also lived in a haunted telephone box for many years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, an episode of Never Mind the Buzzcocks where um, Noel Fielding and uh, Vic Reeves, who are, are both British comedians, are just trying to Lewis. screw with Juliette Lewis, who's guest hosting. And uh, they have this brand of sort of what's it called random like a stream of consciousness stream of consciousness kind of comedy it's just random shit I met Elton John once did you? I went to his house no and he's got a swimming pool with like like a pair of specks one with salt water and one with fresh water <laughs> one with cod in it and one with trout <laughs> anyway it also apparently he taught a sort of lemur to uh, fire peaches at him out of a tennis ball machine, and one knocked his hat off, so he fired him. And that, that lemur's now living in Croydon in a uh, shopping centre. He also, oh in, yeah. in, um, I don't know if anyone knows this, but he lived in a haunted telephone box for many years, which accounts for his style. Juliet, you must have got an answer out of that I lot. Can't. The piece of trivia is as follows. Nicolas Cage lived in a haunted castle for one year to write a horror script. <laughs> Get this. Once he finished his script, 
The laptop was broken. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Oh my goodness. What does that mean? Is, is it. I don't understand what that means. Let me read no, that a second. I don't, don't understand. Hang on. I don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage owned several <laughs> castles. Nicholas Cage lived in a haunted castle of one year. Right, I was What does that even mean? Is it that he it's broke unrandled. his laptop, or the the, the haunted castle it broke just his says laptop? The laptop was broken. I'd love to get a little bit of like <laughs> a little elaboration bit, a on little this. A little bit more on that, please. A little bit more background. Uh, William Ragsdale okay so the elderly priest at the beginning when they have like the the sort of the powder circle and whatever and they've trapped Dracula um, the elderly priest and I I wish I'd read this before I saw the movie uh, is best known for playing Charlie Brewster in the Fright Night films oh Yes. Oh, shite you don't care about. Yes. Coming up right after this. Nicolas Cage was accused of being a vampire due to pictures from different ages with people looking like him. See, I've seen that. I've heard about that. Yep, 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 yep. It's the same with Keanu Reeves as well. Yes. This is the second time Nicolas Cage plays a vampire who is a horrible boss for his employees. The first was Vampire's Kiss in 1988. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> The first of two 2023 Universal films featuring Count Dracula, the other being Last Voyage, Last Voyage of the Demeter, which we are looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, I'm greatly yes. looking forward to. And apparently, Dexter Fletcher left the movie to complete work on his uh, remake of The Saint. Oh. That thing about the laptop, that, thi- <laughs> that, that, that did me in. I can I cannot imagine what the fuck that could possibly mean. All right, like, is it that the castle was haunted and he woke up the next morning and and he'd finished his screenplay, but the the laptop had been mysteriously broken? Is that what that means? I don't know. God, I hate shit like this because it's just intriguing now. So that was trivia corner. Trivia. Trivia corner. corner. Do you have anything for me? Uh, well, no. Very good. The then. movie, the movie isn't incredibly VFX heavy, apart from in the gore. Right. And as we already said, it's pretty cartoony, and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I thought that the the stunt work was very good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. It didn't look like there were a lot of CG stuntmen. Um, and I thought that um, that Holt, as an action hero, really uh, kicked quite a lot of. But we've ours. seen him as an action hero. Well, we've seen him in the in yeah in the X Men in movies. the X Men movies. Yeah. Um, that's it, pretty much. No, has he done anything else uh, actiony? Uh, didn't he do? Wasn't he a little actiony in the zombie movie that he was in? Maybe I saw that a long time ago um, when it came out. Though was it? Was like the thing is, is that I was wondering, you know, why Warm he's, bodies, that's why called. he's not in more action movies. I'd like him to be in more stuff. Yeah, he could play a Bond villain. I really thought for a second you were going to say he could be Bond. I'm like, no. No, I think no. he's a little bit too distinctive for that, I would think. I think, I think he's he got more of an he's got too much of an edge. He can't play he, a Bond w- villain the same way that I don't think Daniel Radcliffe can play a Bond villain. Like he played a villain in um what was it? This Golden City or City of Gold, whatever it was with Sandra Bullock, right. whatever it was. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> and I haven't, like, I haven't actually seen that yet. Right, so I saw most of it. Most of it. And mm-hmm. it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But he was very good in it. But right. I can't take him seriously as a villain. Mm-hmm. No, so I, I think that Holt would be a good villain. I, he he plays a really good asshole in uh, in the menu. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. I haven't seen that. I've seen I've seen a lot of um I've seen the trailers and I've seen like uh, clips of it and I also have read a lot about it. Yeah. And I want to watch the movie, but Nick, I need to convince myself to do that. Let's do an episode on it on yeah. the menu. Nah, we've we've got uh, some things planned though, so uh, we'll get to that. In a minute. Let's not add anything. But I, I think that I think that uh, Nicholas Holt is uh, is he's a great actor and he's come a long way from shake your ass, watch yourself, shake your ass, show me what you're working with, and you are doing. Um, about a boy. About a boy, yes, when he was 11, I want to say. I think he was 11. Shake your mm. Watch yourself. Shake your mm. Show me what you're working with. So, in all, I would say if you like a little bit of gore, if you like comedy, if you like vampires, and Dracula, if you like, if you like Nicolas, Nicolas Cage, Cage in any way, shape, or form, just go see this movie. Watch it's this fun. movie. It's a lot really of fun. fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, yeah, so that was our episode on Renfield. Um, I, it, unless we get um, monumentally derailed, 
our next episode is going to be concerning a certain archaeologist. archaeologist. Yes. And uh, a friend of mine on uh, on on the, the intranets, uh, whose name is Waylam Kwa, uh, so he has been nagging us <laughs> yeah. for a while to do Indiana Jones, and I was waiting for Dial of Destiny. Before I knew it was called way, Dial of Destiny. Way, it's happening. Way, it is happening. Yeah, way. Um, and by the way, I'd just like to mention that we were on hiatus for a very, very long time when we didn't do any episodes. And he, he went out of his way to message us. And ask what's going on. Ask if we were that was right. nice of you, man. Very nice. Appreciate Very that. Very nice. Um, so that's a shout out to you, man. Our other friend we of appreciate the show. You. Yes. Uh, Shakas. Shakas. Has he got has, any more he's got questions? Some, no, no, no. But he, he has some trivia about Indiana Jones that he says he would like us to uh, read out. So, yeah. If he wants to send that in or if he wants to he record has. himself in a voice message, he we could. can play that out. He could. Um, and uh, if any of you guys want to send us any, uh, any letters or... Dick Picks. or well maybe not um but if you want no, to record a message or uh, or send us a letter or an email or, or a message or a word no one really writes letters anymore yeah but it would be a letter People in the form of an email in emojis and dick pics now dear what's our seat number i would just like to say that you're wonderful and we love you and keep doing what you're doing you're sincerely nicholas cage johnny gross um, <laughs> Dear, dear podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's it from us this week. So uh, join us. Great, uh, guys. Thank you very one. much for joining us. It was lovely. Bye. What's our seat number? <laughs>